Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the to the three man weave. We uh, would like to give a an, an exalted yet somber welcome to you guys listening. Um, this is your boy Rance, aka Ray Cash. I'm with the Commissioner PC Tunney. Mr. Platt is still on vacation, um, and yeah, we're going to give you a lot of that good talk we give you. But before we go any further, I would be remiss, and I would quite frankly be an idiot and a terrible person in my profession if we didn't start off uh, giving love and respect to the family of John Huber aka Brody Lee aka Luke Harper we know this is a sports show but you know all of us come from wrestling we, that's how we met each other that's how we cut our teeth uh, that's not quite what pays the bills but that's what pays the bills wink wink um, but um, we lost a good one y'all 41 years old great father uh, great husband great wrestler great friend not often do you see people pass and literally everybody who's ever met the dude, not just worked with him, not just his friends, but like fans who just met the dude at a show or in a bar, you know, people who would come see him when he was working in bingo halls 15 years ago. Like everybody's come out with just raving, loving reviews. When Randy Orton like goes out of his way to tell you how much he loves you, you're... <laughs> You're okay, because Randy don't just talk about nobody. Um, 
So yeah, we want to have some good sports talk today, but I just wanted to take a moment at the, at the top of the show to give some love and respect, and I want to, man, go get checked out. Whatever it is that you think you need to get checked, go get checked, because 41 is way too young, and so many of us are just living in pain. So many of us are just dealing with things we don't think we need to deal with. Go get checked out, please. This man was 41 and left a le- life and a legacy behind, and uh, he'll never be forgotten, so rest in power and rest in peace to my man Brody Lee. Um, with all that being said, and we took care of the most important part of the show, sports, sports, sports. What's up, my brother? Ray, well said there. Yeah, we're, we're definitely going to miss Brody Lee, and I think the biggest thing is, you know, the, the, the thoughts and prayers and condolences and well wishes and, and you know, to the family and the close friends. Um, I guess he'd been hospitalized since October with a non-COVID lung disease, so... It's sad. The and, age, the age is what makes and I it sad. Say, and the fact that he, you know, <clears throat> was kind of a bruiser Brody disciple, and they both died young. And we said it on Bandwagon Nerds: only the good die young, you know. So it's tough. It is tough. And it's. I'm glad we. I'm glad we've touched on it. And and our deepest, deepest sympathies to the family, um, especially. And if I may, before we we move on and get to talking about what we came here to talk about. I'm so thankful and appreciative that I work for and I work with a platform that gives a shit about people in their privacy. Unlike some people on the fucking internet who want to trash a dude about what possibly could have happened or didn't happen just because you feel the need to say something. Fuck you for that. Like people deserve their privacy. This man just died. Let him let his family grieve before you sit here and want to blow people's lives and shit over stuff that is completely speculative. Like that when did we as a fan base really and I know me and you both understand that we're shitty people in mass, right? But when do we as a fan base give that little of a fucking fuck about people to like do you you know what I'm talking about. I don't, I don't I'm trying I, not yeah, to Yeah, I don't like, I don't think I think it's more of the fact that social media lends itself to the outrageous get paid attention to more than the steady you know, steady Eddie, that's fair. Uh, that's fair. Uh, everyday guy who goes about his business and does one good deed a day and things of that nature. I, I think there's, I think it's way more of that than you think. And I think, unfortunately, you know, the, the squeaky wheel gets the grease a lot of times. And, and the squeaky wheel are the idiots and the grease is the attention that they get. Well, we the squeak wheel and the grease with the good shit. Like our <laughs> shit is, what, what, what our shit is biodegradable and, you know, <laughs> It's 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 made from the right people in the right pieces and the right stuff. We're 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 the squeak wheel you guys would like to follow. So uh, Cheer- I don't know, man. You want to hit a, you want to hit a commercial? You want to just jump in some shit? You you the boss. I'm following the, your lead. The chair shot radio. It's it's approved to put into your earballs. All right, folks. We'll be right back. Uh, and once again, from everybody at the chair shot. Uh, seriously, our, our deepest sympathies and um, thanks for everything, though. Thanks for all the memories. I mean, the, the guy, the guy had a great career and, and a great life, and um, gone too soon. We'll be right back, folks. Thechairshot.com. Always use your head. Why should you visit Thechairshot.com? TheChairShot.com is your home for hard-hitting reviews, news, opinion, and analysis. 
with attitude. Why? Because you're smarter than the average fan. TheChairShot.com. Always use your head. Not a sports fan, huh? Sports, 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 sports. Ray, my favorite sporting weekend of the year is is almost upon us. And my favorite, one of my top 15 to 20 sporting weekends of the year is this weekend. We're going to get the final weekend of the NFL season. And after that, my favorite weekend is the the opening weekend for playoffs, right? I mean, it just kicks everything Wild card off. weekend, baby. Yes, that weekend and the next weekend, and now this year, even more so the opening weekend, because it used to be the same amount of games two weekends in a row, and it was just it was just awesome, and I loved it so much. Now, I get triple header next week, uh, in two weeks, two weekends. We get three games each day, and all playoff games. I mean, this is, they're, uh, let's start with this. Should we should we keep it at seven? Should we let the extra team in all the time now? So I got to be honest with you. I was massively skeptical of how this would work out. It has, like, and I don't know if it's because of the year, but it has worked out fantastically. I'm not against it anymore. I was, I was so against it. I thought the formula was perfect. I thought that uh, I'm very much a person who believes in that... Uh, divisions and you you earn the right if you win your division and you earn the right to have a buy you deserve that buy but the 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 fight for the one buy has made like great like like these teams now have something to play for in week 17 you know fighting for the number one seed or, or fighting for positioning which never really mattered before well it's funny this year because it it would have been the same kind of fight either way the crowded uh, trio on the nfc side and the fact that the steelers and buffalo and kansas city's already clinched would still be fighting for the number two the important thing now about the number two is you're guaranteed to have that second home game that second week home game right so that's that's always kind of been the thing i mean it's always it's always been you know you get the buy in the home game now you got to play but you still get that home game Obviously, the one seed is so much more important now, especially to a team like Green Bay, who looked phenomenal last night in the snow. We can start there. All the major entities have started there with the NFL, um, and the fact that the Packers look like they should be the number one seed. I don't think there's any reason to believe, and I'm, I'm trying to be in my podcasting, uh, sports media kind of voice here about the Packers as opposed to my extreme fandom for years and years and years and as a fan you know I try to shy away from even talking about it or making predictions you know that when I make my NFL picks on Twitter that I don't even predict the Packer games I don't even I've never even bet on them as a person in real life but I gotta say if you gotta come through Lambeau Field and I don't I just don't want to jinx it by saying it, but I'm going to be a professional and say I don't see the Packers losing to the Bears next weekend. Do you? Well, no. 
But you got to be honest with yourself. That it's these the Bears longest right running now, rivalry. Yeah, I mean, it's the longest running rivalry. And 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 they are playing fantastic right now. The past two, three weeks of Chicago football has made almost made you forget about the trash ten weeks in the middle. But no, there's no reason why the Packers should lose. And I think right now it's a fair bet to say that Chiefs Packers is the State Farm the Bowl. favorite for the Super Bowl. State yes, the Bowl. State the State Farm Bowl and the possibly either Aaron Rodgers is gonna prove to uh, Pat Mahomes he's not ready yet or Pat Mahomes takes the crown from Aaron Rodgers Bowl. All right, before we get into that, and we will get into that as we keep moving towards the Super Bowl, let's start on the NFC side. We talked about the Packers already. They win, they're the number one seed. Seattle loses, mm-hmm. the Packers are the number one seed. They own the tiebreaker over New Orleans. Somehow in a three-way tie, Seattle holds that whole fucking tiebreaker, right? Um, Those ties are so, the damn ties are so weird. The, the, the percentage points the Saints. The Saints need uh, the Packers to lose and the Seahawks to win because the Saints get it in a three-way tie. The Seahawks need both teams to lose. So that's what's going on there. They've all clinched a first-round home game with their division wins. Now, the only yeah. one that's not left. Or the Buccaneers have also clinched a playoff spot at 10-5. and five. Let's start in the NFC East as we're on the divisions, okay? Washington wins. Washington beats Philly. They're in. If Washington loses, the winner of the Dallas and and New York game is going to be your NFC East champion. How do you see this NFC East shaking out? Well, man, I I saw it a lot different before Dwayne Haskins acted ass. Um, I think Washington is the best team top to bottom. They don't have a quarterback. And we don't know if Alex Smith is playing. Um, the Cowboys look like Andy Dalton being back has really given that team a little juice. Um, gotta be honest with you, man. If Andy Dalton uh, keeps playing the way he's playing and Alex Smith doesn't play, I think the Cowboys some kind of way sneak their ass into the playoffs, winning the NFC least. I mean, we both see the Cowboys beating the Giants. The thing is, is Alex Smith effective enough when he comes back to take the Washington football team to beat a team that's now got Jalen Hurts, who, who who looks very competent. I mean, they were up 17-3 to on the Cowboys. The Cowboys just came back on him in a world-beating fashion. Yeah. Uh, let's, let's, finish, let's finish that thought first, and then we'll get into the Dwayne Haskins situation. Um... So, yeah, we need to – all credit needs to be given to Doug Peterson for making the move. He had to. But Jalen Hurts is like – I knew he was a winner. But he has, I think, proven to people that he can really do this as a starting quarterback. And it's his team now. Sorry, Carson. But I, 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 I worry about – because he's so young, because – I don't mean young in terms of age. I mean in terms of NFL experience, right? Um, Washington's front four can get at – anybody. And yes, Jalen Hurts is a, I'm not going to call him a scrambler, but he is definitely a mobile quarterback. Oh, well, yeah. But I mean, he's got front... tons of rushing yards in his first three starts here, so. And that's the reason they've been winning, to keep it to keep it real with you. But that front four is so dangerous that if that front four gets any pressure and, and, and rattles him at all, I don't think he's the passer he will be right now. And they, they're going to need to pass on Washington to win that game. 
because Washington is a ball control offense. So they're going to control the clock. Um, so I think Washington has a, a fair shot. They have a puncher's chance if they got a, a quarterback that can complete 15 passes. All right, talk to me about the Dwayne Haskins situation. I mean, we've, we've talked about this a little bit where he hasn't been given the proper support coaching-wise and possibly accompaniment-wise on the field. But at the same time, you got people saying things like, this guy played high school football here. Maybe he needs to be out of this environment to, to thrive. Um, he even said himself he needs to learn from some of the you know things mistakes he's made. Obviously, there's something more than just the talent level and the turnovers, considering he's the first first-round pick since 1970-whatever to be let go before the end of his second season quarterback in the first round. Um, what are your thoughts now as this all coming to fruition? I mean, it seems like he's been a little out of line and kind of, you know, aloof to uh, abiding by the rules and being a, 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 the best teammate he can be. I'm not going to disagree with your earlier takes, but it's seeming more and more like he hasn't put himself in a position to win. Yes. So we're going to, I want to talk about that, but I want to start off by making sure that everybody understands that he never had a chance. He never had a fair chance in Washington. That's important to note. Now, this is all completely 100% his fault. What's happened ultimately, but the coaching staff didn't want him. They begged for Dan Snyder not to pick him. That's fact. Go, you can go. That's a matter of record. You can go look that up. Um, he's had. He's been there two years and had two separate coaches with two separate offensive coordinators. We've seen how that's worked. We just spoke about a guy in Alex Smith, who in San Francisco was thought to be a bust, and all of a sudden, once he got one consistent guy, has been a lifetime starter since. So. Jerry Goff is another guy. Like, we know that if you have consistency, it will help a quarterback. He hasn't had that. Two years in, it's no that that is what it is, right? It is what it is. But I just the organization never really seemed to really be behind him. Now, that's one thing. But when you do someone put it perfectly. Uh Gerald McCoy actually put it perfectly. All of these other tropes are are true. But ultimately, when you have terrible performance on the field and you act an ass off the field, there's no reason for a team to want to keep you. So it's one thing if you were bad. you People could make the excuse. You know what? The team wasn't behind them, such and such, and so on and so on. I can't tell you how angered, and I mean, I, I want to use the word angered, incensed I was hearing that that man went to the strip club. And... I, I know whatever it is, such and such and such, blase, blase. Here's the here's the truth. Ron Rivera just finished chemo a month and a half ago. A month and a half ago. So you have such little respect for your coach that you're going to go, and for all we know, the strippers might have masks on and they might be wiping the pole down every five minutes. I don't know. But that's not a place that seems to breed cleanliness, nor is it a place that you should be going because of the massive amount of people that would frequent that place. That just shows me, one, you don't give a shit about your job, and you don't give a shit about your coach. And yeah, you're 23, bro. Like, people make mistakes. I'm, I'm with that. I get that. 
but your mistake cost you your, your job and possibly your career. There is something to, I don't know enough about it to speak about it, but there is something to the kid comes from the hood, gets old, gets all this money and gets drafted, and the hood never leaves. Michael Vick is the greatest example of that. Right? You, you Sometimes you have to leave behind. We all, Tony, you and I both come from the hood, right? Like, at least from you and I both you and I both come from an, an urban area where we grew up and there was people around us that I don't want to call them hangers on but like they were our boys and if we ever got if we hit the lottery or we you know created something that made us millionaires or we made the league because both of us at one point wanted to be professional sports in some in some form or fashion there's no doubt I can think of 10 people off the top of my head I'm bringing with me dog that's what you do right it don't work out the way you always think it does. And that's just what it is. Because everybody's not worth bringing with you. Sometimes you got to love from afar. And if bringing with people with you isn't a bad thing, but if they affect... if Right now, Dwayne Haskins can take care of anybody anymore. He can't take care of anybody because he doesn't have a job. He might not get another one. So if it really is an issue of he's in the wrong area because he can't let go of this or that well then all those people who he couldn't let go of are all screwed too because the cash cow the money is gone it seems you know it seems more of a maturity thing doesn't it like and and that's completely, completely and that's completely why it's a bad environment for him because not so much as like the hanger honors but the people that he's known and trusted and got him to this point they're all going to have an outside opinion that he doesn't need in his head the only thing he needs in his head is what his head coach and his offensive coordinator and his quarterback's coach are telling him and to follow the protocols to do his job. I mean, you, you think about being lucky enough to get a job like that and then not being disciplined enough to follow what is needed because the thing is, is he's going to get another chance. He's that talented, right? So He'll get another tryout. Will he get another contract? I don't know. I think so. I think very much so. I think he'll get claimed even. We'll find out in the next 24 hours, but that's kind of where I'm at. I mean, anything is possible. I I know, so I don't know this man personally, but I know him. Per, I know him enough to say, well, I've never met him. I know enough people to say I know him, Vince Young. And like, Vince is one of those guys that, while whatever happened with him and Jeff Fisher is what it is, he fucked his career up because he couldn't leave the hood alone this this is a man who when he got drafted made his uncle I believe it's his uncle if not his uncle his cousin his manager why do you think Vince Young broke now homie took all his money dude wasn't a lawyer dude had never worked in sports management it was just a stupid idea but you know what I gotta look out for the family no the fuck you don't look out for the family by taking care of them monetarily do your job you know what I mean? And so, like, these are the things that worry me with people. And when you hear these questions of Dwayne Haskins, and it's one thing to want to take care of your family, but you immature on top of it, it's just not a good mix. And I love what he said um, in his tweet afterwards. He took all the credit, all the blame. He took, he accepted everything that was given to him, and he said, I'm going to take the time to become a better person and then a better quarterback. I have faith in him. I do. But I don't know if the league does. 
I think we'll see him again. I think we'll see him again soon. And I hope I hope you're right that he he just he 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 takes this and and turns it into a positive. Let's get back to playoff football here. And one of the big matchups winning in from each side is the Rams versus the Cardinals. They both may be without a starting quarterback. Jared Goff does have a broken thumb. He did hit it on a helmet there towards the end of the game. And in the final seconds, Kyler Murray suffered a leg injury. Now, whether or not that's going to keep him out of the game, I don't know. It seems more likely that Goff will be out as opposed to Murray. But could you imagine we got the Rams and the Cardinals who both floundered a little bit with with losses they shouldn't have had down the stretch, playing to get into the playoffs, neither with their starting quarterback, Ray. You, you know what? I I tell you this. I I know the, the DeAndre Hopkins is thinking to himself, I ain't signed up for this shit. <laughs> I just left a bad quarterback situation. No diss to Deshaun, but the rest of the team. Um, yeah, it's weird, isn't it? Uh, and they're both NFC NFC West teams too, and. You, so to give, uh, let me give you your credit first and foremost. I have not all year been a believer in the Rams. You have they're they're, they're they have a chance to finish ten and six. Give them all the credit in the world. I didn't see it coming. Uh, but if they if they don't have Jerry Goff, then they're going to end their season at not at ten and six and be done. I, is, so I think they beat the Cardinals. They're better than the Cardinals. Jared Goff has twenty three games with a turnover in the last two seasons. That leads the league. Is he maybe not the answer? They paid all that money out there. No, he was. He wasn't the answer, but he Joe Flacco'd them. He I, put them in an unbeatable situation. I get that. I get that. But man, I, I bet they wish. It's they didn't, not what you worth, dog. I bet they wish yeah. they didn't. I bet they wish they didn't sign him now. You're right, but again, Sean McVay is supposed to be the quarterback whisperer, right? The same reason. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, I, I just don't believe in their play-action offense with an immobile quarterback trying to move him out of the pocket every single time. You know, with a running game that's suspect, well, to say the least. Granted, Cam Akers has had a few good games, but now he's out. It's just that there's no, well, consistency, there's no consistency in their backfield whatsoever. Jared Goff turns the ball over, and you don't know who you can count on in the running game from week to week. And that's that's the that's the, the that blame lies at the feet of one person, Todd Gurley. Because they bet their future on Todd Gurley. They gave him that crazy contract. And that's the reason why they said, well, we can trust uh, Goff. Because Goff's making great decisions when, because we got a 1,500-yard back. And then Todd Gurley just fell off the face of the earth. And now you paid for, you paid for this amazingly great garnish, but you don't have your stake. So Cam Akers is good. But until they until they change their offense and go more West Coast, or they get a back, you're right. It, the offense doesn't make sense. It doesn't work. They got the back. They got the receivers. The receivers are perfect for that team. All right, let's move over to the AFC side. I think we've exhausted the NFC side. Kansas City is your number one seed. They can take the week off next week, relax. I don't. I don't necessarily see. I know they have a bye week, so maybe what like. Uh, like a final preseason or a third third week preseason game, we'll see the starters maybe for a quarter and a half from Kansas City. Um, They'll play the halftime. They'll play the halftime. Who do they play? They play the Chargers, so neither team really playing for anything. 
but they don't like each other. That's that is a divisional game and a major rivalry game. That well, matters, dog. I'm sure that not to Kansas City at this point. They could give a shit if they even showed up to this game. They're worried about winning another Super Bowl. That's my opinion on it. I, for for Chargers, I think their most important goal is Justin Herbert, rookie record, 28 touchdown passes. Let's get him two more touchdown passes. Let's make that record 30. First rookie to ever throw over 30 touchdown passes in the NFL. That kid's going to be very, very good moving forward. Um, and think about how he got the job because the damn uh, the dude fucked up Ty, uh, Tyrod Taylor. Yeah. That's crazy. They gave, went to give him a pain shot in his ribs, and he punctured his lung. Um, Tyrod Taylor, let, let's be honest. I mean, like, that sucks for Tyrod Taylor. And outside of the Chargers starting, like, 7-1 and one and Tyrod Taylor having almost no turnovers – he was not going to be their quarterback for much longer than halfway through the season. We that, that that's, a, that's no. a that's a fact. But he's a good quarterback. But he's Fitz, he's he's Fitzpatrick level good in terms of a bridge guy. I oh think. no, I complete I completely agree with you. He's a guy that's taken the Bills to the playoffs recent in recent years. Um, he's just suffered some injuries at the wrong time of his career. Speaking of the Bills, they win their last two games tonight against New England, and well, as we record, you're going to listen to this on Tuesday, and, and their final game. Uh, their final game is against the Dolphins. So, I mean, the Dolphins are going to want to be winning. Uh, they will get the two seed, which would mean a second-round home game. The Steelers won the division, finally got back on track here. Uh, they're guaranteed a home game in the in the first round. They would need Buffalo to lose and them a win. They play the to, Browns, though. Right. I mean, the Browns need to win. The Titans need to win. The Dolphins need to win. Colts need everybody to lose, and they need to win. The Raiders are out. <laughs> I mean, what do you make of this this murky playoff picture over here in the AFC underneath the Kansas City Chiefs? I mean, the top seeds underneath them, and then just people getting in. We have one, two, three, four, five teams at 10 and 5 fighting for four spots, you know, mm-hmm. and, and, and one division spot there. I appreciate the fact that, with the exception of the Chiefs, every every game matters. Like you said, positioning between Pittsburgh and Buffalo, that it matters. That, that number two seed will matter going further down, um, going further down in the uh, playoff system, right? Um, but man, I know ten, I know, I know Tennessee is kicking himself for like letting that game go last night. Um, I know Cleveland is killing themselves right now because they might have jetted themselves out of the playoffs. Because they win that game, they they clinch, and they lost to the Jets. And they didn't like lose lose. They got beat by the Jets. Um, but it's looking to me like man, my I don't see Miami beating Buffalo. Um. I don't think it matters who wins with Pittsburgh and Cleveland, honestly, because uh, Indy, who does Indy play? Jacksonville. Here's the deal. The funny thing is, is Pete Rozelle's dream has come true. It's week 17 and 12 out of the 16 games mean something. There's only four games that don't mean anything. Only four. And one of them involved the Kansas City Chiefs. I mean, you know, Minnesota, Detroit doesn't mean anything. The Jets and the Patriots doesn't mean anything. KC and the Chargers doesn't mean anything, and neither do the Raiders in Denver. Every other game on this schedule, I, I can't believe they're having a Sunday night game. I thought they never had a Sunday night game 
on week 17. They they have a Sunday night. They don't have a Monday night game. I knew that. I knew that, but I thought everything was over during the day. I hate the fact that the Packers got flexed to 325 as opposed to noon. <laughs> they were a noon game. I love just getting in there at noon and getting it over with. But, you know, it, it's weird. What do they got? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. They have eight games at 330. And seven. Yeah, that's weird. And that's... seven at noon. So they're really trying to stagger it to make the whole day count. Smarter people. What are you thinking? Smarter people than us, Ray. Smarter people than us. <laughs> you damn right about that. But but what are you thinking? Who you think is gonna be the odd man out? Because the only team I can see really losing, I can see Cleveland possibly losing, but I don't see Miami beating Buffalo. I just don't. Cleveland loses. I mean, Baltimore is going to win. Tennessee and Indy are going to win. Who does Miami have? Miami has Buffalo Bills, and Fair. Cleveland has the Pittsburgh Steelers. So, like, okay, so terrible seeding for both. Yeah, if Miami and Cleveland both lose, that means Miami gets in. I think Cleveland gets Cleveland's in. Cleveland's out. Oh, is it Miami? Well, they're they're ahead of – they're fifth right now. In a three-way tie, okay. it's hard to tell. But they didn't play well, each then, other. Yeah, you're right. They didn't play each other. Uh, Miami has a better conference record. That would be the tiebreaker, I believe. So, so sorry, Mr. Platt. It looks like it maybe really does it, take Cleveland. It, it, yeah, they, they should not have lost the Jets. I mean, <laughs> I think that's the end of this playoff conversation and this week seven, week sixteen wrap up. Looking ahead to week seventeen. Any last thoughts here before we take a quick? commercial break and come back with some NBA analysis yeah I do want to say one last thing you know starting off the season we had very very high doubts and skepticism of could they finish the season I, I thought they would but I had no idea that the seat with a couple with a couple of major hiccups like COVID ruined Baltimore season and and um, Denver and a couple of the teams well let's However, talk about that real quick Platt said that his Browns yeah. shouldn't have played they had these this no. many people out at the same time. I they could have. I wonder the only question, and I, I don't want to go on about, about this. I want to wrap this topic up and move on. But could they have postponed it to Monday or Tuesday? Because it doesn't no. mean any. It and and they people they would have been able to play. I don't know because none of them tested positive. They were just in in association. What is that? That four day window of when you the incubation mm-hmm. period. So they would have had to push it back to what like Wednesday or Thursday. That wouldn't have worked. The league, the league has been very adamant. The only time a postponement is involved is when it affects the physical health of the players. That's the only time. So, like, the reason Baltimore was postponed was because they couldn't get enough people healthy. What I mean is people were actively testing that day. So it would have, so, been, it would have been out of protocol to postpone this game to Monday or Tuesday then. It would have been there would have yes. been more uproar because nobody about, actively tested that day. There would have been more uproar about everybody like the NFL wants Cleveland to make the playoffs as opposed to them, you know, time back. Because I'm thinking to myself, you know, if this is just a kind of a 24 to 48 hour period thing, who gives a shit if the Jets have to play on a short week next week? They're not playing for anything. Agreed. And Cleveland would gladly get their people back and play on a short week. Then play the game that they just did. So, nonetheless, 
it's yeah. their own fault. When your quarterback let, puts the ball on the ground three times against a shit-ass team like that and you let trickeration, Jamison Crowder threw a fucking touchdown pass. So uh, I apologize. A beautiful touchdown pass. Yeah, it was, it was a duck. It was a Peyton Manning, 55, you know, whatever. Go ahead. Well, receiver? That's a good pass. No, there's been better ones. Well, everybody can't be Antoine Randall L, bro. I'm I'm sorry. Uh, but I just I want to say Jarvis Landry. What everything we just talked about. That's Jarvis Landry throws beautiful balls. Odell. I I I appreciate those those uh, LSU boys. I appreciate the consistency. I hate how they've done it, but I can't qual- I can't fight I can't fight them because they've been consistent to their protocol. Denver started a whole game with no quarterbacks. Because nobody tested positive yeah. the day of the game. So it is what it is. I cannot fault their protocols. But I, but ultimately putting the ball in the whole thing, we've had a really good season. And we, we are set to have maybe the best playoffs we've had in years. So ultimately, doesn't matter what we thought. They were right. All right, folks. We will be right back after a brief message. And we're going to get into a whole ton of of NBA action. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Promotional consideration paid for by the following. Hey folks, PC Tony here. Thanks to our new partnership with Angry Lemonade, you can save 10% on physical products and digital commissions using the promo code CHAIRSHOT. Head to angrylemonade.net to check out their amazing catalog of products and services. Use the promo code CHAIRSHOT to save 10%. That's angrylemonade.net. Are you looking for the newest and hottest in the world of pro wrestling? 
Then check out the amazing action on powerslam.tv, the biggest indie pro wrestling channel in the world. Get over 6,000 hours of the best events from over 150 of your favorite promotions from 20 different countries around the globe. Brands like Progress Wrestling, Evolve Wrestling, Combat Zone, Defy, PCW Ultra, PWX, Over the Top, Shine, and hundreds of others with fresh content added every day for only $5.99 per month. Get your free trial today at powerslam.tv. Go to powerslam.tv, promo code ChairShot. Get your free month. Again, that's powerslam.tv, promo code ChairShot. TheChairShot.com. Always use your head. All right, before we get into the NBA, and I don't want this show to go on forever today, but I'm just reading a headline from CNN Business. 190,000 ceiling fans recall because the blades detach and fly off. America. I do not even want to start with early NBA action and what our thoughts are going to be for the rest of the season, because I think we're pretty much going to agree on on what the future of this NBA season holds, as long as health mm-hmm. is not an issue. Let's start with what we kind of touched on this weekend, NBA 2K21. Oh my God, that damn game. So I, I didn't get it right when it came out, and I'm I'm still dealing with the PS4. I don't know what you're dealing with over there. Same. I don't I don't have the new one yet. So what did you pay for it? Um I oh my god. I think I got it I think I got it for like thirty nine ninety nine. Okay, I got it for twenty nine ninety nine. It's on sale, it's half off. Right? Maybe that's the same. Then you that's okay. what yeah, that's what it was. Okay, good. Yes. Good. I'm glad you got it there. I had the one last year. I love the my career mode. I love to make my guy, and I love to go through all his bullshit beforehand, the storyline where they hire the actors and the NBA people to voice the storyline, and you can pick, kind of choose what kind of player you're going to be and things of that nature. So I'm It's like a movie. Yeah, I'm currently in the midst of doing that, and you play a game in between, like you play like a... This year, they went all the way back to high school. You start in high school, you do like a showcase, mm-hmm. play a high school game, um, and then you, you can play some college games, pick where you go to college, etc., but I really like that part of the game. Um, it seems like you enjoy that. It seems like to me maybe my biggest negative to the game, and it always has been for a lot of sports games, is if you play it at a higher level and not just on the easiest level, is the rubber banding, where sometimes you just don't have control over. You're you're just not going to make a shot. You're just you're you're going to get intercepted in Madden things of that nature. And I've experienced a lot of that and kind of had to let it go, along with learning the rotational stick to the middle, making your shot. I don't know if you've played that or not. So I I very much was, in the history of my 2K basketball experience, a shot stick person. And I have had to switch to the square button because it is impossible to use. I figured it, it out. It is impossible. I figured it out. I actually played with it. 
it's really just trying to pull it straight down, and if you don't, you just have to rotate it over before they let go of the ball, and it's in. It's easier. I use I, I use the I, square I, button for free throws, though. Okay. I, I just, it's just much easier for me because the square button is just timing, whereas the shot stick is in the middle or not. But when it comes um, up, you and just I'm sure if I really, yeah, just saying. Yeah, if, if I'm sure if I play Robinson long enough, I'll I'll be okay with it. But I've gotten comfortable with square. Um, if I'm honest with you, I've got, I've just kind of rethought my the way I play. I so I am very much a basketball nerd in the sense that the more the most fun in the game for me is the creation portion. So that's why I like the my career, and like I like doing the my G, my GM or my league in my GM my GM in my league, and creating teams and being a general manager and willing and dealing. When I am playing, and my best friend is an addict. When I say an addict, he should be in the two K league, like a genuine addict. Um. Yes, it is infuriating because I don't rubber banding is a great term. I never heard that term before. That probably makes a lot more sense. But what bothers me is things that should naturally happen don't happen. Well, for example, we played um, two days ago, and um, we had created teams in the, in the league. And I had Rajon Rondo was under the goal, and there were two bigs on his left and nobody on his right. And to to lay it up, he went to the left. Like, no, you wouldn't do that. It's just stupid. Things like that just drive you crazy, and but you got to live with it because it's AI. You know? It is what it is. And I, I don't mess with sliders. I've never been that guy to mess with the sliders of the different things, you know? I've, I, I've never gotten a charge in that game, but yet I get knocked over all the time. But I've never gotten a charge. It's a great game, though. It's super so it fun. It's fun once you take your guy and get him into the NBA, and then you can go into the neighborhood and you can go and buy clothes for him on the side oh. and get a haircut and tattoos and buy different merchandise. If you if you have PlayStation, you play online. You can go ahead and play against other people in, in different matchups online. You can go and there's there's a frisbee golf course on it last year in the back behind the buildings. So, I always thought that the show had the best. And MLB the show had the best my career. I just I, I just thought it was fantastic. However, with 2K not only creating this movie esque beginning, but initially you just had your place where people could come over and shoot with you, and you could have your different accolades and like you could decorate your court. But the advent of the neighborhood is maybe the coolest thing I've seen in a in a in a sports game maybe right. ever. And you can go work out like at the Gatorade gym last year. Like I haven't gotten to the neighborhood yet. Like I I've just I've been kind of slow rolling it. I just downloaded the game Saturday. I think I played a lot yesterday and I didn't want to skip my guys. I, I could have went to the NBA no, draft already, but it was I the wanted, first time. Yeah. I wanted I wanted to get his salary up and first round draft pick so that my guy progresses faster because I don't spend money on the on the coins you know like I could go in and make oh, my guy I'm... I could go in and make my guy a ninety nine right now by spending twenty thirty forty fifty bucks but I'm not doing that I mean and I hate to be the, the I hate to be that guy that well actually <laughs> but it's important for this conversation because they have proof that because I am very much a guy who will spend money. Because you're so low, it's almost impossible to compete. When you like when you when you start, right? Like you're at, at your like your level is at like 50, 61. 
It is, but it teaches you, know, it's, 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 it teaches you to become a better player. Like, I still am scoring. I'm still scoring, like, okay, so I got 10-minute halves. I'm in college, right? I'm a point guard. Mm-hmm. I'm, like, a 64 overall right now. I can't shoot for shit. I'm not fast. Yeah, but, but at the same time, I'm still scoring between 20 and 30 points, getting 5 to 10 assists, 3 to 4 steals, and a bunch of rebounds because sure, I know how to go inside and box out and grab the ball. Now, am I going to score 50 in 10 minutes? No, because I can't shoot the ball yet. Yeah, but you're talking college. I'm talking about when you get to the league. Like, yes, in college, absolutely, you you can dominate. But I'm talking about when you get to the league. Right. But it's I impossible remember, to get. I remember still being voted to the All-Star team last year. And averaging. What do you, okay, well, what, what and, difficulty do you play on? Um... What it, I don't I can't remember what they are because I haven't you can't adjust the difficulty in your storyline. Yes, you can. Can you? I think you can. Yeah, I think you can. No, because I went into settings and it wouldn't let me adjust it. I would have had to done it before I went in. Got to do it before you go in. Yeah. All right. So then I'm probably on a level below where I should be. And again, that's no problem. I, I'm not one of those guys that wants to be so difficult that I I struggle. I want to have a good time, and I want it to be a game, but I want to be able to no, because, be well. Because last year I remember thinking, like, I hadn't lost a game. I was averaging, like, 35 and 12 and 6 or something like that as a point guard, and, you know, I, it needed to be stepped up because I, we were winning games by 30 every time when I played in the NBA sure. season, right? So that's just wrong. Um, so I get you there. Yeah. And if you do spend all your money, it has a cap. So like you can't go over like I think if you spend all your the best you can get is like be is like eighty seven. Right. So you have to earn that ninety and earn that ninety five and earn that ninety nine. Well, that's which that top is, bar, just which means another pass. right. Which means that top bar is the attributes uh, you achieved another attribute, which means you can get another point somewhere. Yeah. But overall, yeah. I love the game. But it, it and and the neighborhood is so fun. Yeah, it's it's so fun. In fact, and I know this is on a tangent because we are going to talk basketball, but I just bought PGA 2K21. Oh, let me know how you like Justin it. Justin Thomas. I, yeah, I I uh, I've played through a whole season already. I actually played it the other day. I played two, I played two rounds real quick because I was waiting for us to start recording Bandwagon Nerds. So let me know how you feel about that. It's a little bit. Have you played yet or no? I've played it a few times. Now here's the kicker. I bought it on my kid's Switch. Oh, so different. I thought I was gonna be able to use the Joy-Con, but I can't. It's still the shot stick. I'm, I'm, I'm comfortable, but I still play on easy. I'm gonna go to normal the next time I play, and see where I lie. But it is so fun. It's addictive. Those of you listening, that is a golf game and a hockey game are the most addicting video sports video games you'll ever play. NHL '94, baby. NHL '94. All right. Oh let's... my God! One of the greatest of all time. <laughs> Let's see if I got it in here. I think I got it in here. Oh, maybe not. Never mind. I was going to make Wayne Gretzky's head bleed for super fan number 99 over here, but I don't have it all. <laughs> Shout out to Swingers. All right, NBA season. It's early. I don't even know how much I want to talk about anything that has happened already. I, I know that the Bucks have lost two games. I'm pretty sure the Clippers have lost two games. Or one game. No, the Clippers lost by damn near 50, 50 points. So it's like two games. Um, but it's it's the beginning of the season. Why don't we have this conversation more so on 
what we see. This could be kind of our preview uh, post start to the NBA season. Well, that's, that's that's a good place to start because I'm a, I'm a firm believer in you can't really take a lot of uh, a lot of a state or reference this early, but there is definitely some trends. For one, Golden State's in trouble. They really they have to get their office together because if Kelly Uber, they played the Bulls last night I think it was and they the Bulls it was on WGN and they had a they showed a, a stat that without Clay the two people who were replacing Clay Wiggins and Ubre are like zero for like fifty something from three I uh, it's ridiculous I already dropped Kelly Ubre from my fantasy basketball team. Don't drop him because he's gonna he's gonna be fantastic yeah, this year. Yeah, well I'll get him but back. But play right now. I'll get him back later, but I couldn't keep him. Like it's a week to week thing. Like I mean, there's a lot of turnover except for the top side in NBA fantasy, which I learned the hard way. But um, that's why I don't play it. It's every day. I'm trying to trying to repeat. Trying to repeat. Um, I I initially didn't. I initially thought that the Rockets had were just gonna keep James because if you saw his first game against Portland, he hopped. He hopped. Past the he euro step past COVID, and hopped out the strip club and dropped 44, 12, and seven. <laughs> so, but Spencer Didwitty partially tore his ACL. That may make the Nets a little more desperate than they would have been. I don't think the Nets will now, Harden. I, Morey got fined for his tweet. What was? What, you want to talk about that? I don't know what the tweet was, but he got fined fifty thousand dollars. That's a nice chunk of cha- chunk of change. While you're looking that up, the Nets look for real. The only thing that will stop the Nets is health or chemistry. Because if they can stay healthy and Kyrie can keep in, keep his head together, there's no reason why they shouldn't breeze to the finals. And that's with all respect to your Milwaukee Bucks. Because they Kevin Durant looks like the Kevin Durant before he tore his Achilles. That's terrifying. Because before he tore his Achilles, that's the first time I think since LeBron ascended to the best player status, where you could say, yeah, I don't think LeBron the best player no more. Like, I think KD had a shot at a legit claim at the best player before he tore his Achilles, and he looks just that good again. It's terrifying. And he has a point guard who can who can shoot a three. <laughs> All due respect to Russ. Like, Kyrie is, he, Kyrie is definitely a, a much better offensive player than Russ is. And Karis LeVert looks fantastic. He looks black Ginobili-esque. Um, the Lakers look fantastic, even though they lost uh, their first game. But it, LeBron didn't play all the game. But they look great. The Clippers look like, like they got problems. Um, I'm interested to see what the deal is with Milwaukee. Because the best player they've had all year, and maybe you can speak to this a little bit, Chris Middleton has looked every bit the guy we thought he should be looking like. But Giroux and Giannis, like, Giannis, he got to shoot free throws. He's got to be able to shoot free throws. It's funny. We know, we know it's been a problem. It's funny because I said that. I Christmas Day, um, I always go over by my aunt's house, and there's a good bunch of people there. And we're always fighting whether or not there's sports on the TV or a Christmas movie. And what we settled on was Christmas music on the stereo with sports on the TV. Because none of us were getting up from the couch. We're just staring at a Christmas story, and we're staring at uh, 
Miracle on 34th Street. We're like, we're not, just, we're not even listening to this. We're listening to Christmas music. Turn on sports. So we did. We turned on sports. I didn't do it. Everybody wanted to blame me so that my aunt would come out and be mad at me, which she wouldn't be mad at me. That's why they all wanted to blame me. So I said, I didn't do it. Fingerprints. Anyway, yeah, I said, we're talking about it. We're watching the game, listening to Christmas music. And <laughs> I, I, I said, if nothing else, why can't he make a free throw? I said, look how he stands from the free throw. His feet are apart from the center of the rim, and he's about a half a foot to 10 inches back off the line. Your front foot... He shoots the Tracy Brady free if throw. You shoot, if you shoot right-handed, your right foot should be in the middle of the rim all the way up to the line without going over it, and you should take that shot flat-footed. Like, it, it, like there's no debate about this. The greatest free-throw yeah. shooters of all time shoot the same exact way. And it's a lot of yeah. people, for bigs, is they should start from where they're going to let the ball go so there, there is an extra movement. Like, a lot of good free-throw shooters set and bring the ball up by their head and then shoot it. But if you're not a good free-throw shooter and you're inconsistent, you should start set here and just with your knees and push through because that's basically where it's coming from. It's, it's, it's funny right. because it's like a batting stance and there's no wrong one. But if you're that fucking bad, you take the one that's worked the most over the course of time. Look, facts. Um, the first person I remember seeing who shot a foot away from the free throw line was Tracy McGrady. Tracy McGrady was a lifetime good shooter. But uh, Dwight Howard started doing that too. What I've noticed is a lot of bigs, I, especially like these like cock diesel strong bigs, they, I think they mentally think they're too strong and that's what messed up the shot. So if I step a foot back, it'll be better. And to Dwight's point, his free throw points have jumped up like 15%. But like it's from like forty five to sixty, so it's you know which had nothing like, to do which, which had nothing to do with practice, right? No, not at all. Like and, if they would have just the way, if they would have just put the fucking front the, the 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 hand foot forward on the middle and practice as much as they practice something new and weird, they would have fucking been even better, likely. For the for the record, I've, I'm a lifetime Dwight Howard um, defender. Like I like I had like I should have a a, a business card. I've had to defend this dude for ten years. I don't have any problems. I with can this. show you video. I can show you videos. He'll drop twenty five in a row in practice. He has it's Get something. It. It's he needs a sports psychologist. Yeah, that doesn't mean because it's strictly game stuff. He is fantastic free throw wise. Ask Stan Van Gundy. Ask all his coaches. He hits him in, in practice. So I so got, maybe that's a Jonas issue. I got the tweet, Daryl Morey tweet. I don't okay. have the tweet because it was deleted, but it was. It was on December 20th, and the tweet, which was deleted several minutes later, celebrated the one-year anniversary of Harden breaking the Rockets' franchise assist record, and they were fined for that. So it seems like Moray is trying to get Harden to Philly, basically. Like, Oh, yeah. How that was that, the fear of the second before he got the job. How does that even happen, though? Because, like, ownership doesn't seem to want to get rid of Simmons or Embiid, and... What are you gonna do? Here's Tobias Harris and some draft picks. Who give a fuck what ownership wants when you hired Daryl Morey, knowing who he is, with with that you hired Daryl Morey when you had a top level general manager in place. Daryl Morey's not the general manager. Daryl Morey is the president of basketball operations. 
Nobody answers it. He doesn't answer to anybody but the owner. And he has enough stroke to tell the owner, we are going to do this. So if he wants to do it, the, the new question now is, if you if you watch the Rockets, this is, and I'm, I live in Houston, so this is, this is coming from inside information here. I know that James Harden is who he is. But if you look at that team top to bottom and watch them play, they got a bunch of hungry kids. They got a bunch of, this is the most talented top to bottom. Not one and two. I'm talking from one to 15. This is the most talented team James Harden has had as a star. So the real question is, if you see what James Harden did in Portland, knowing John Wall, Boogie Cousins, and, uh, and Ben McLemore aren't playing yet, do you really feel comfortable getting Ben Simmons back for that? No. That's the real question. I Yeah, it's 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 hard to disagree with something like that. Let let's talk about the NBA season moving forward. Because we both agree the Lakers with the additions they've made, it's them and everybody else. So, who besides the Lakers are actual contenders is what I want to know from you. And we can start on the eastern side and I think the legitimate contenders out of the Eastern Conference that could possibly win an NBA championship are the Bucks. Are we talking about winning a title or getting to the finals? Winning two th- different things. Uh, getting to the finals we'll start with out of the East. Okay, that's a that's a bigger that's a that's a bigger group. Go ahead. Well, no, let's talk about winning a title then. That's where I want to be because it I think it's really only matter. I think it's only four teams. I mean, the Nets, the Bucks. The Lakers, the Clippers, Lakers, you don't Clip- include you don't include the Nuggets? No. They beat the Clippers. They took the Lakers to the brink. They did, but so much of that was I love the I love the Nuggets. You know I love the Nuggets. And you know I love me some Jokic and some Jamal Murray. But that was that was less about them being good and more about the Clippers imploding. And I think the Clippers have tried to address the imploding issues. Doc is gone. Tyron Lewis there. Kawhi has actually been practicing more regularly. Paul George got the re-up, so they know he's there. They got to deal with that. Um, so I, I, they brought in Paul, Kawhi's best friend in Serge Ibaka. So I think they've tried to rectify a lot of those ills. They still have problems, and they'll they'll work it out. But I think they've tried to rectify a lot of those ills. But Denver was Denver wasn't. They didn't win that series because they were the better team. They won that series because the better team imploded. I mean, I hear you there. That's not a that's not a bad, bad take there. I I just think that the Nuggets have the talent. I mean, those two superstars are are able to do it. I I get where you're coming with the Clippers thing, but at the same time, they they still played very well against the Lakers. So, regard- they can't guard anybody though. Yeah, Jeremy Grant is gone. Who can they guard? They can't right. stop anybody. I understand, but you could also say that you know the the Bucks can't make halftime adjustments in the playoffs. So you know it, it's like that's a coach issue, not a not a that's not a player issue. That's a coach issue. I suppose <laughs> that's my booting host. Right, but at the same time, maybe the coaching can make up uh, for some of the things they're doing defensively. Anyway, I'm just trying to add more teams into the mix. I get what you're saying. If you look yeah. at the betting wise, there's going to be a break there. So. What are your last thoughts here as the NBA season is about to begin getting into its, you know, dog days, if you will, you know, we're at the beginning now, we're going to, we're getting into a stretch after basketball where they're just going to be running and gunning left and right. 
as the college basketball season unfolds. But only 72 games this year, no All-Star game. Yes. Um, what, do, what do you expect from the season this year as a fan? I, I, I don't want to bury the lead because, yeah, I think there's only four legitimate championship candidates, but I think there's like 10 teams that could make the finals. And when you make the finals, there's a puncher's chance. I think that's my takeaway is that the league is so deep. I mean, um, there were 14 teams that can make the playoffs in the West. There's no exaggeration there. 14 teams can make the playoffs. Um, the only team that cannot make the playoffs or its goal isn't the playoffs is Oklahoma City. I think there's 10 teams in the East that can make the playoffs. It, the team, the, the league is so much deeper. And Oklahoma City's um, the only undefeated team. <laughs> In that in the West, one and zero. In that hilarious, yeah. and Shai Gilchrist Alexander might be your might be your bet for the guy who's going to score the most points in the league this year. And Cleveland, because he's got you. Uh, right. Shout out to Colin Sexton, most improved player conversation. Um, but uh, dog, the, the 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 real conversation to me, I think the most interesting conversation besides the fact of who gets to the finals, is the MVP race. Luca out here balling. Dame Lillard out here balling. Like, it is. Steph's going to have to drop 35 a game. KD trying to come back for his crown. Braun trying to give the crown to AD. Because AD's been. I think that is going to be maybe one of the most fun MVP races we've seen in a long. Since. I don't know. Since the year. What, what was the year where it was. Uh, Kobe, Steve Nash, Shaq, and a few other, and LeBron. Like, it's going to be so fun because you got seven, eight guys who have a legitimate shot at it this year, I think. All depends on seating. I think it all depends on seating. That's so interesting to me. Well, and that's why Giannis has capitalized the last two years. I mean, they've had the best record, and he's had yep. stats that just dominate on both ends of the court. So it should be interesting to Let's see. Quit. What question for you about that. I'm sorry. If Let's say Giannis wins a third back-to-back-to-back, and it's not outside the stretch of the possibility. It's very possible. I think, what, only like three people have won three in a row? I looked at that, actually, Dude. the other day. It's, um... I, think, I know Jordan. I think, no, I don't think Jordan won three in a row. Did Jordan win three in a row? I'm not sure. Uh, here. I think... Well, while you're looking that up, my, let me let me give you my question. And I, I mean no disrespect to Giannis Antetokounmpo. I think he's fantastic. I think he's a Hall of Famer right now. But that the level of the level of of status that'll put him in if he wins three in a row. I I think that is higher than what he what his game deserves. How do you feel about that? Kind of how people feel about my boy Steve Nash winning two back to back. You know, no, I, people I, think that that's high standards. I don't disagree with any of that. Uh, Jordan never won three in a row. Larry Bird won three in a row in the eighties, and let me let me guess, let me guess, eighty four, eighty five, eighty six. Mm hmm. And okay. there's only because he won eighty four and he won eighty six. Wilt Chamberlain won three in a row in the sixties, and okay. so did Bill Russell. And that's it. Okay. So he would join Bill Russell, Wilt Chamberlain, and Larry Bird. And and, and doesn't that speak to Larry Bird a little bit? Like, if you would have just paid someone to put it in his mama's driveway, he might have won 
like seven, eight NBA titles and four, four or five or six MVPs. If dog, that's where he hurt his back. He put he he was already a three-time NBA MVP, and he poured his mama's driveway and hurt his back instead of just paying somebody to do this. Are you kidding me? The only reason we don't speak higher of Larry Joe Bird is because he's white. If Larry if Larry Bird was doing that as a black dude, we'd call him Jordan. He's not a yeah. He's he is one of the greatest. His his life story is not like a very good one that suits him being very popular though. At the same time, like neither neither is Hakeem Olajuwon. Well, there's a lot of guys. I don't think we consider Tim Duncan. I don't think Tim Duncan doesn't talk to anybody. No, I mean Larry Bird wasn't a spectacular family person. Oh, I got okay. I'm just trying to be polite about it. Not that he's oh, a no, horrible, yeah, I wasn't thinking hor- of that. I not thought that he's he a hor- about the, the not that he's a horrible person, but he's not necessarily <laughs> sure. I thought you were talking about the reclusivity, but no, yes, you're absolutely right. Yeah. Um, one more question for you, and then we can move. I'm sorry, I, you know I love this basketball shit. Adam Silver mentioned the e word expansion. Yes, it's not expansion. anywhere on the. He's just. They're just setting that up. That's that's what that's like seven to ten years down the road. But him, yeah, they're going to go to thirty. But him saying, oh yeah, they're gonna, going to have. Why, why wouldn't they go to thirty-two? I, look, I'm with that. But uh, there's so no. We know Seattle gets a team. There's, I would put it. Uh, well, do you put another one back in Canada? I mean, what do you do? Um, where else? Vegas. Vegas, yeah, I suppose. Seattle and then you have Vegas. to move Minnesota to the to the east or something like that. Oh, New Orleans Vegas. too. New Orleans, New Orleans, and Minnesota could easily move to the east. That's not a big problem. Well, hell, in in, in hockey, Dallas is an Eastern Conference, so you're right; it's very possible. Well, and even New Orleans is east of there. Minnesota's right in the Great Lakes area; they could easily fit into whatever. That 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 relocating these teams already travel way too much but yeah i i'm okay with the nba moving up to 32 especially considering the amount of money they have and that they pay their they, their players make more money per year than any other major sport is that the uh is that the limit though 32 yeah i don't think any what about 36 why and how do you do that because you have but how do you do that well because you have you have you have six you have six uh first of all so money wise, each have, team gets you so, a billion dollars. So if you have thirty six teams, you have eighteen teams in each conference, and you have three six team divisions. Yeah. As opposed I, to I having, just think the, as opposed the symmetry to, makes. It doesn't make it. Doesn't it? You it, you're triangling it instead of you're in a nice square square with thirty two and then four and four and four. Whatever. I mean, it's too many teams if you get past it. Honestly. I can remember when the NFL was 28 teams. I mean, come on. <laughs> uh, it, the AOC Central, yes. I remember. I, I'm a fan of the old Baltimore Ravens I remember when we when used that... to have to play the Colts three times a season. Right, right. I mean, Seattle used to be an AFC team. What are you going to do? Yeah, you're right. So, no, I... I, I, I'm, I'm so, I was so hyped for Christmas Day. I, my, the only, reason, only time my TV left basketball was to watch two movies that came out. Um, I can't. I'm so excited 
for what's going on. I've been keeping up with this shit every day. Shout out to my Phoenix Suns looking good for once. Very yeah. optimistic about that. I'm excited. Uh, I'm, yeah. I'm excited for a great NBA season. All right, folks. We got one last thing. I think we're going to we'll make it our parting shots today. We'll just kind of real briefly talk about our thoughts here. What's happening on the college football playoff? We'll be right back. This is your boy, Kenny Killer, telling you to make sure you check out thecheshop.com, bringing you breaking news, interviews, podcasts galore, everything pro wrestling. Make sure you check it out, thechairshot.com. Before we get into it, folks, why don't you head on over to prowrestlingtees.com forward slash thechairshot. There are plenty of t-shirts for you over there. Whatever you need makes a great gift as well. Prowrestlingtees.com forward slash thechairshot and head on over to thechairshot.com sports entertainment and sports entertainment that's going to be the new motto for chair shot radios rebirth january 1st check it out thechairshot.com ray speaking of january 1st the two big college football playoff semifinals alabama notre dame kicking it off at 4 30 central followed by clemson versus ohio state I'll give my thoughts first here. They're the right four? What's that? Are they the right four? First? I, oh. Before you give me your thoughts, are they the yeah. right four? Um, okay. Probably not. Who, who, would you have, who would you have I don't be know. replaced? I don't know. Who knows this year? This year, I don't know. I don't, think, I don't think Notre Dame deserves to be there, honestly. Um, I understand Dabo Sweeney has Ohio State 11th, but that just doesn't make any sense. The problem is right now it's all about money. I'll just say this, and I've said it before. There's 130 teams in Division I college football playoff football. If you have eight 16-team conferences, that's 128 teams, and you take the conference winner and you have an eight-team playoff and no one can bitch and moan because you either got in because you won your conference or you didn't. So I'll move on. I'll move on to what's actually happening in life as opposed to what should actually be happening. I'm okay with that. Um... You could also do the power five winners and then three wild cards. But yes, eighteen. I think eighteen conference, eighteen fine. But you Playoff take away, you take away the the, yeah, the the bitching and conversation. Absolutely. Well, no, you take away the fact that Alabama and Clemson and Ohio State are in a power conference, and it's a power conference as opposed to another conference. They're all power conferences. Then the the, the balance of college football right now it's like three. It, it's the same three teams every year. And then there's well, same too because it looks no, like we're going back to the, a, the like Alabama Clemson number right, seven. Right, but at the same time, Ohio State's <laughs> there. Ohio State's there, right? Yeah. So those three teams, yeah. and then there's a mix of five to six other teams that get in randomly, right? Notre Dame, uh, Oklahoma, whatever, and nobody else has a chance. Not even close to having a chance. Like legitimately, before you even put your fucking shoes on in April or May and had your spring practices. You never even had a chance of coming close to winning a national championship. Now, all the conferences are the same. It's just geographical. It doesn't matter if you went to the SEC or the Big Ten or the Pac-12. It, there's, it, you might as well rename them just by region. Because that region is just as important as the next because they share one-eighth of what's going to happen in a playoff. That being said... So basically what you... Yeah, basically what you're saying is is when Master P creates the new NCAA. <laughs> That's what you're gonna tell him to do. Uh, hoo. All right, Bama's gonna kill Notre Dame. 
Clemson's going to dominate Ohio yeah. State. And after that... I don't know that they'll dominate, but they'll win. I don't know that they'll dominate Ohio State. Ohio State's good, but, they'll, but they're, they're going to win for sure. Dominate in the fact that you'll go back and look at the game and go, yeah, they pretty much dominated them. Now, okay. Clemson versus... To me, Clemson versus Notre Dame is the storyline that would be great because for Notre Dame, it would be like, ooh, Notre Dame's arrived, they beat Alabama, but that, this is not going to happen. Um, I don't know what's going to happen when Alabama faces Clemson. So as a viewer, that's the game you want to watch. Granted, Alabama's going to be the favorite. I think Alabama's going to win it oh, all. Man. If anybody can beat them, it's Clemson. Alabama doesn't do very well when Clemson has a superstar quarterback. Look at Deshaun Watson. So, and this is Trevor Lawrence's swan song. My boy gonna be out there balls to the wall, like lay. And, and he might have won the Heisman right before the game. Oh my God! Yeah, I, I, I think, I think we have Clemson in a, in a slight upset. All right, there you have it. Any other thoughts here on sports and life in general as we wrap up this? Final edition of 2020 for Three Man Weave. Two quick thoughts. Number one, um, thoughts up to Henrik Lundqvist. He's having open heart surgery. Um, so, yeah, man, get well soon. That's a major surgery. Um, but, man, I just want to thank us. I don't know it sounds arrogant as shit, but I want to thank us. Because, uh, you know, I think we have a really good show. I think we have, we, clearly we have great chemistry. We're all great friends outside of this and I think we're great co-hosts on top of this but uh yeah man uh I think we needed a platform Cherish I needed a platform our listeners needed a platform to talk this good shit and I, I you know th- this type of this time of year is time for reflection and I'm reflecting and I can't imagine my life without the three man weave granted okay so it's just me and you I know we're basketball players, so I know we call it the pick and roll. Could this not be a five-four or six-four-three? The six-four-three edition, or the or 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 could it could it be the the uh, the post route edition, the Hail Mary? <laughs> Whatever works, man. You know, any which way okay. you put it, any sport you got it. We're making the play. We're winning. That's a fact, Jack. Goddamn right. Goddamn right. Yeah, but thank you guys for rocking with us, man. We appreciate it. Keep rocking with us. We got more good stuff for you coming. And we'll have more plat in the platform come 2021. My name is PC Tunney. You can follow me at PC Tunney right there on the Twitter. Everything you need to know right there. And make sure you are tuning in and checking out Chair Shot Radio's Rebirth January 1st. You're going to get Chair Shot Radio every morning at thechairshot.com all the people that you love from the chair shot all the personalities chipping in it's going to be phenomenal you're going to want to check it out every single day mr cash all the people you love and max head trauma thursdays <laughs> uh <laughs> i'm at it's ray cash r-e-y's and mysterio c-a-s-h as in dollars outsiders edge bandwagon nerds three man weave head trauma thursdays we in this thing Shout out to Chris Platt at the Real C Platt, my brother. Right, right. Shout out, shout out. Shout out to everybody at thechairshot.com. Check it out. Uh, I don't know, Ray. I think we's the champs, so I'm going to go out like this. We'll see you all next year. The champ is here. All right, this is my shit right here. The champ is here.
This shit is crazy. crazy. The evil genius. The green lantern. The champ is here. The champ is here. The champ is here. The Chairshot.com. Always use your head. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line. Prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.